Welcome to another episode of the Physically Jacked, a financially stacked podcast. Today, uh, it's a great pleasure to have a great friend and client, we just crossed legs together at Benoosh Gym, um, Tom Whitehead on the podcast. So Tom has been, respectful as you said, relatively new to the fitness industry uh, and has crushed it in a relatively short period of time. So what we're really going to delve into today is like the mindset that it takes to succeed and the tips and tricks that have really allowed him to like scale his business and get his momentum moving quickly because the biggest thing that's going to be holding you back right now is going to be your mindset and your limiting beliefs, which is actually something we talked about even as you're walking in the building. So um, thank you very much for your time today, Tom, and welcome. Pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. What would you say, like, you've progressed very quickly, obviously, within the fitness industry. You recently just showed it did a 17K month in November. Um, what would you say has been the key to your success so far? I think it comes down to just taking action, like imperfect action when things... It, like it's one of those like people I think wait to have everything in the right order but procrastination sometimes leads to never and you know when I first started out like I look back now I'm like content was shit like it, I've only really got to a point now where I'm like putting out content that I really think is like good high quality stuff um you know I think it's just actually take action first and then you'll learn and figure things out along the way because a lot of people just don't actually do that first bit and they'll never actually, you know, get anywhere near to, to any kind of success because they're almost like scared or, or like the stars need to align. And it's like, it never works that way. It's like, just do the thing first and then the stars will start to align in like a long period of time, if that makes sense. That's funny you say that because people are like, oh yeah, I'll be ready when, I'll start when. And it's like, it's never the fucking perfect. Like, it's never the perfect time to like get in shape and do a transformation. You're never going to have 12 to 16 weeks where you're not going out any weekend. You've got no one's birthday. You've got no holidays. You've got Easter, you've got Christmas, whatever. It's also never going to be the perfect time to start a business because there's always going to be shit going on in the world. You're going to have priorities, other things you want to focus on. But the reality is like that's your own limiting belief holding you back. And that's why you're in the position you are now. And the reason, Tom, you're in the position you are right now is a compounding effect of all the decisions you've made to get you to this point. And to go from where you are now to where you want to be, again, it's going to be a compounding effect of making all those right decisions every single day. Yeah, 100%. I think um, it's almost like, I think it was Alex Hormozzi was saying that like every level is like a new boss, but you are that boss. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember playing and they used to play a lot of like Mario on the Nintendo and then you get to like the Bowser or whatever, it'd like work up and every Bowser was harder and it's like, you are that Bowser. So like every level you get to, like you have to like break that person down so you can get to the new level like you're saying um like how does how where does my success come from it's like i was doing this when like i was nowhere near ready to do it if you if that makes sense like you see especially like on social media instagram you see these like massive dudes like incredible shape like got massive followings and that can be quite intimidating because you're like how am i going to compete with that but you're not competing with them you're competing with yourself and i think like my in my head it was like if i make a start now in like five, 10 years, then I'll be close. I'll be much closer to where I want to be where if I started in five, 10 years. So it was like, you know, I had, I had one of my really good friends. He was saying to me, like, out of nowhere, you just started putting up content. And he was thinking like, I don't really know if this dude should be like putting up fitness advice, you know, like he's not necessarily like these dudes that you see on stage. But my mindset was like, I want to start now so I can start building those foundations and those kind of bricks to then set me up for like in five years time, then I have that foundation to work upon. And it's just a continuous journey. You know what I mean? It's like, I think entrepreneurship is just a, really a journey of self-improvement, a continuous journey of self-improvement. Um, 
like whatever you want to do so yeah you know i think that's important and this is why i find so interesting from me now coaching other people like yourself to grow their businesses because i can see what you can't see because i've been through all different 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 levels like when you go zero to five k there's certain things you like personally have to become five to k to 15k is certain personal things you have to like learn and become 15k to 30 30 to 50 50 above like there's new levels and new problems and new challenges that come along that are all good problems but nonetheless challenges and at the time it can be very frustrating what would you say when you first got started from zero to 5k was like the biggest challenge you had would you say it was those beliefs in terms of people saying to you like what the fuck is tom doing this stuff not really because i i don't really give a shit about what people like think about me i kind of knew i i didn't even tell anyone like it's funny because um i just finished university and me and Cara, my fiance, we wanted to travel because we like traveling. But every time we traveled, uh, we'd go somewhere, come back skin, right? So we wanted to explore the world, travel and not come back skin. So we actually started teaching English in China, right? And I was talking to you in the gym earlier about like my previous lifestyle. And that was something that I really wanted to kind of like break away from. Um, you know, the people I was hanging around with, like their actions weren't align, aligning with like my morals and where I wanted to go in life. And then, you know, you're the sum of the people you hang around with, right? So when you're hanging around with people that live for the weekend, going out, partying, drinking, doing other things, you kind of get sucked into that life, right? And that wasn't something that I had planned or envisioned for myself. So us going to China was like almost a fresh start. Like we could, you know, create, start to build the life we wanted to build. You know, China's very communist. There's like very limiting things you can do in terms of that, which was great because that gave me the focus to like really start prioritizing my fitness. And it was through that and like actually, I guess, going all in on that and having a really great transformation, like getting six pack shredded for the first time was absolutely an amazing feeling. And then it was like the penny drop where I was like, I want to help people feel this way. Like it feels fucking amazing. You know, when like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're loving what you see, like, and it's not overly complicated right it's very simple like it's you do the things and you get the results like you were saying you know it's fitness is very much like put one in get one out kind of thing which is great um so from that like i was in china i just started putting out content like me and cara would go down to the local park and she would like be filming me on on like a little iphone and like i said the content was shit but i was just doing it and then all of a sudden i was putting this up on facebook and people were like Fuck, what's he doing what's, why is he put, why is he talking about i don't know like calorie deficit or something um so i just kind of went in there with like is what it is you know if someone says something about me like i don't really care like it doesn't matter to me i think the biggest challenge for me is going from that person i was before to the person that i needed to become like we were saying in the gym if you want to have the things you want to have in life and this is like very much with fitness if you want to have a six pack or if you want to be a successful business person what does someone with a six pack what does someone with a successful business do and that for me is like a big penny drop where it's like you have to stop living this life that's holding you back from being where you want to be almost like a snake when it peels out of its skin you know it's like you're, you're tearing off that layer of yourself and then you're stepping into the new person you need to become and i think that can be so difficult for so many people um including myself but when that penny drops when you realize that everything else kind of falls into place you know what i mean and that's where you can start you know making those correct decisions because if you think about everything's a decision right you either decide to to 
you know, go to the gym or you decide not to go to the gym. That's, these are micro decisions. And then once you leave that person behind, then it's so much easier to make the decisions that will move you forward. So for me, that was probably my biggest. What, what was the hardest part about the snake shedding the skin? We talk about a lot about like limiting beliefs um, coming from, you know, backgrounds where I didn't necessarily grow up like with money. You know, it was almost like, you know, save your money for a rainy day. You know, like... Um, save at, your way to wealth. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, you know, um, and it's just, it's, just a, it's just a mindset thing, right? It's just a paradigm, a set of beliefs. And like, it can be very hard when you grow up in that environment. I think, I honestly, I think that's why a lot of people don't succeed with what they want to do because like no disrespect to like my parents and no disrespect to like any parents out there but you're raised in a specific specific way right so you're brought up with a set of beliefs from your parents and the people you hang around with so you actively have to like break out of that like i didn't realize how hard it was to live a good life you know like and i think that's why a lot of people they like just get by get by in life and then all of a sudden they're like fuck like i hate my life do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm working a job I don't like. Um, I'm doing things I don't like. I hate my wife. I don't have a good relationship. It takes so much conscious effort to actually like develop yourself as a person. Um, so I think really trying to leave past, um, leave behind those set of beliefs and then almost like work on myself every single day, man, like reading books, um, making sure that I'm training religiously, listening to podcasts, listening to people that um, are going to help you out investing in yourself like that stuff is hard do you know what I mean like it doesn't come naturally you have to actually do that for yourself you actually have to make those situations so I think for me that that was like maybe the most difficult thing like realizing like shit like to create the life I want like takes conscious effort to get there um and from where you're at like with that a big thing that people don't understand is that like people were blinded by society in terms of the situation and they think it's normal to have a fucking ugly wife they don't want to actually be with, have a shit nine to five job, live a great existence of like crap normal society that they just pay their bills. The reality is like you should be able to have an abundance lifestyle. Like my goal was always to be able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want and that's like complete freedom. So that should be the goal that everyone should aspire for because it is possible. It's just so many people are like stuck in the proverbial matrix of the corporate system if that makes sense. 100% man like I was literally saying to Cara yesterday um obviously you know we've been talking a lot about like where do we want to set our future up and things like that we were walking along the marina and I was saying we sat down um and I said to her like see the way I see it is like you only really get one shot at life so why don't you want to live the life that you want to live and make the things happen that you want to happen and like I know it's probably going to hurt, offend a lot of people, but a lot of people live shit lives. Like, you know, I think of all the people back home and like, bro, your life sucks. And like, I was, one, I was once in that and you don't realize. And it's like, once you actually start to like create these things, you realize, like you said, anything is possible, um, you know, at your event yesterday, loads of amazing people, um, meeting Joseph Rakic for one. And like, you realize like everyone's just, you know, down to earth, normal, like a lot of these guys you look up to and you, and then you, that removes that limiting belief because you're like, oh shit, like, yeah, I can do that. Um, so yeah, I think people just get stuck in that proverbial wheel of like, yeah, going, you know, running by the mill. And then it's like, when you actually look at what you can have in life, come to a place like Dubai, you realize like you deserve abundance, you know, and, and 
again coming from like a specific way of thinking you could think like oh i don't deserve that or you know it's not good to have too much of anything but who like that's a limiting belief like why not and i think that's very much british culture is like i've spent a lot of time in the u.s like americans are like really like you you go hard you go home like you gotta fucking go for it and that's like really the mentality you have and i think that's one of the things i've always credited you with and i remember even i think it was probably when you had that record month november december like you wanted gung-ho like where can i invest this money i've made and i was like just yeah. fucking yeah. slow down it's like i've done that before i made like retarded amounts of money and i was like the two months after i was recklessly just throwing it at the business trying to get it to grow and just caused problems and wasted money like foolishly and that again is like I can see what other people can't see because I've done all this stuff before. Now, talking about investing yourself, was that initially a limiting belief you've had in the past that you had to overcome? Because for me, as soon as I like, when I got into the, the fitness coaching game, and as soon as I started, like, I, I realized that the way for me to get from A to B is I'll just pay someone who knows exactly how to fucking do it and I'll learn in like a thousand times faster and I'll remove all the waste of time. Yeah. Um, what was your experience? That is 100% true. I agree with what you said. Um, Going back to, to moving to China, like that was basically like, me and Carl say like that was life changing because had I stayed in the UK, it's hard to say because, you know, hindsight's one of the things, but I don't think I would have been able to break out of that lifestyle. You know, um, coming from Cornwall as well, there's not much opportunity there. You know, you very much like live for the weekend. It's, you know, you, you get a bar job, um, maybe like bar manager that's seen as like yeah good like you're doing well Balling. yeah um so moving to china was like that big catalyst and that's where i really had time to like think and reflect and think like where the fuck do i want my life to go and it actually it was funny because we moved and when we got there coronavirus happened so we were like don't want to be in china lockdown like no thank you so we went traveling to like vietnam thailand and cambodia I walked into a bookshop in Vietnam. Like, this is just, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in fate, but these are how, like, funny things can happen. I walked into a bookstore in China. I picked up a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You read the I, book? I was, yeah. I was literally, I think in my head, I was like, I bet it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> and um, I remember just thinking to myself, like, I want to play the money game. Do you know what I mean? I, I want to play the game of money and because I'm quite a fast learner and I'm like we were saying in the gym, like I'm very competitive, you know, like with anything I do. And I was always never been like thinking that way in terms of the money mindset. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to play the money game. So I read this book and then I went on kind of like a bit of a rabbit hole of just reading these, these books and self-development. And that made me realize the importance of like investing into yourself and how that can elevate you so much quicker remove the noise and learn from the right people so then once we got back into the uk once we finally did 18 months in china um once we got back into the uk i kind of like was starting to condition my brain to think more in terms of like investing yourself investing yourself investing yourself um so that was like a big kind of movement for me whereas if i was still in the uk yeah I, it would have been so hard to like change that mindset so once we got back, it was like, cool. We saved a bit of money as well because they pay for your accommodation out there. The standard living is so cheap, man. Like you can buy, yeah, oh yeah, you can buy like street food for like 50p. Like you can buy a day's worth of food for like three quid. So we came back with like a nice wedge of cash, which was also, which was also really convenient and good. And fair play to Cara, like, you know, I remember the first um, 
mastermind, um, Vince's mastermind, 10K. And that was a big thing for her to like... Not lose your shit about. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I, I, I remember the other day in the gym and I was th- saying like, if Carl came to me and was like, I want to spend 20K on something, how would I feel about that, right? Because it's big like, what the fuck? Like, what, what are you going to spend 20K on kind of thing, right? So fair play to her for like allowing me to explore that but it was just one of those where it's like you trust your gut I, I, I back myself um which i've i've kind of been quite lucky with in terms of that um so i was like, i'm gonna do it and then from there it was like just a continuation that's how obviously how i met you um you're someone that i looked up to very much in the past as well um just kind of like even when i was getting into fitness kind of thing and then you know like we're saying learn from people who have done it so seeing you in Vince's program crushing it and then obviously the opportunity to to work with you was like another opportunity for me to invest in myself you know I was already part of this mastermind now I'm going to be part of this mastermind because I think like like investing yourself is an investment that will never ever go away you can invest in cryptocurrency you can invest in real estate real estate market might crash cryptocurrency might go to zero tomorrow if you invest in yourself that's not going anywhere you know so like it's the best investment you can make I don't know if you agree with that. A uh, thousand percent. And it's, like life is a game of skill acquisition. The more skills you have, the faster you can then grow your business and grow your income with anything. So it's like, even if I look back at like how I did what I did, I learned fundamental basics of how to do everything in terms of like Facebook ads, right? Email copy, social media, sales call. I learned how to do everything myself. And like, that's a process. And I think a key mistake that a lot of people don't understand is that they try and skip from like chapter one to chapter 12 because they see now that like I don't do everything myself anymore but like I have done everything I had 250 coaching clients and worked a full-time job and did everything all the social media and did everything like but people don't see the fucking chapter one they see the chapter 12 yeah. and they try and skip that process and that's why it's important like you have to go like someone said yesterday like Antoine said about, yeah, about me yesterday like I'm in the trenches and I yeah. still am and that's like that's how you learn and like you sharpen your blade. Um, I don't know if it was like Abraham Lincoln saying, but I think it was like, uh, if you've got like four hours to chop a tree, you spend three hours sharpening the yeah. blade and like, and the axe, sorry. And like, that's the way you've got to think is like, how can you be so sharp with what you're doing that then whatever you apply that skill set to, then you're just going to like, like nail through that chi. And I think for me, it then becomes the more you progress is then identifying, okay, what's the big next skill that I need that's going to take me to the next level? Because a lot of the time it's, there's so many different options that start to open up as you start to create wealth, your network improves. It's like you can go 50 different ways, but it's like reality is you need singularity of focus of like one to two things to get to the next level, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. And like, this is a funny one as well. You look at all the top athletes, right? Footballers, basketball players, tennis players. What what they all have? Coach. Yeah. So like, that's, that's, the, that's the funny thing. And that comes back to the, you know, we were saying like, Success comes from a mindset. I, and the same thing with fitness. I tell my clients, like, your nu- the nutrition plan I give you, the workout plan I give you, that's not going to get you results. What's going to get you results is your mindset, right? That is what is going to get you results. So then people who, you know, are very much in their own the little bubble, they have a certain way of thinking. Well, if you look at all these top guys, they have coaches. So if you want to get to the top, then you do what the top guys do. So it's like, for me, that was another thing. I was like, well, do I want to stay in this kind of like little like zone down here of yeah do I want to stay in this little like limiting belief zone of like people just get by and yeah hate their life in like 20 years or if I want to be where I want to be like I've got to do what the top guys are doing so it's a no-brainer it's like why would you not 
And the thing is, as a reality, if you work your ass off for five years, you change your life. Well, not even five years, like two years. Yeah, 100%. If you go from, like, in some respects, I start to lose respect to a reality now, like from where I came from. So when I first started my real estate job when I was like 21, I was making 12 grand a year. It was like, and I made that in a day someday. So it's yeah. like, yeah. it's that perspective shift you start to lose. But I think also having humble beginnings like that. It's like even my own story of like, I for fucking cold calling people. I'd cold call 150 people a day when I was doing that. And like, that was my time in the trenches in like sales and like a corporate business actually understanding how this shit works. And then for me, when I applied that to like the fitness industry, I was like, it was the blue ocean for me because all yeah. these other guys are like respectfully fucking retards with abs dancing around. And I'm like, what's this? So I like just applied the same like actual business st like strategy and then you're off to the moon because no one else is really doing it. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Yeah. What... With where you're at at the moment, do you think it's the biggest limiting belief you need to break at the moment? That's a great question. I mean, I think it was Corby said yesterday, uh, his first sentence, who has self-doubt? And I was like, and then like, obviously everyone else in the room was like, yeah. I think, you know, the, the being an entrepreneur is just a roller coaster, right? Like, like you saying, you make 12 grand in a day. Like that's fucking, when the, when the highs are so high. But the lows are fucking low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's um, when things and are going lonely. well. Oh man, oh, do you know what? Speaking on that, um, I had a, when I, so when I first got into um, doing a business, I had someone reach out to me who was a friend, but not like a close friend. And he, and, um, he was an entrepreneur as well. And he went, good luck with a businessman, can be lonely. When he first said that, I was like, what? Like, what do you mean lonely? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Now, like 18 months into it, I know exactly what he means. Um, so that's another thing that you've got to be comfortable with. Like, you really, you know, have to leave your past behind, um, in my opinion. A lot of that can be, like, who you hang around with. Like, there's a lot of people that I was close friends with who I still like. But it's like, I'm going here, you're going there. Like, our paths don't match. And, like, you're going to pull me into there. And I'm I'm fucking well over it, man. Like, I'm saying off this way. And that means see you later. Like, I'm happy to, to, to say that. I think I think it's just always that um, I'm very ambitious. And that can sometimes work for me. And or can also work against me. Because it's like, sometimes, like, why can't I just... Why, like, why is this not good enough? Like, why, you know, five, five grand a month's a good little, good little earner. Like, you know, if I went back to my like friends in Cornwall, be like five grand a month, they'd be like, "Fuck me, dude!" Like, that's amazing. But then once you hit five grand a month, it's like, like you said, that kind of becomes normal. I think the biggest limiting belief is, is like, I want to get like, you know, I want to reach for the stars. So it's like, it's such, there's all this shit in between that you got to go through. And I think it's always just that, like, will I make it? Will I make it? But I think that's where you need to change your own mindset. Because I, I have to do this myself. It's not, it's not if or will, it's when. Yeah. Because it's going to happen, but it's just whether you do it in two years or you do it in five. Yeah. And it's like, I have ambitious goals at the time, 35. It's now, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend, Charlie. I was like, a bit pissed at the moment because I wasn't moving fast enough because I like time's going and I was like, I've got a year and three quarters and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I'm off pace of where I need to be. Yeah. Um, but then part of me was also thinking like, okay, if you don't do that to your 36, does anything really change? Yeah. And it's sometimes that perspective you need to understand that like, the thing with business is, um, 
it's a constant sprint, but it's also a marathon in the fact that the game the game business is not to fucking go out of business. Yeah. And or blow yourself up. So yeah. it's like the consistency, the repetition is what gets you where you want to be. That's so true, man. And like it's one of those you want to push hard, then you don't want to burn out. And, you know, there are those guys out there like that just uh, can just do like 16, 17 hour days every day. But I think for a lot of people, like, that's not realistic. And it's not needed either. It's not working smart. Yeah, you're right. That's like being a headless chicken. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that in itself can be a limiting belief where you're like, you know, you can get very sucked into like grind culture. And then you're like, oh, I need to fucking work like from day till, till dawn. And that's a very like, I can see you smiling there. And I think that comes from like almost marketing in itself where like people build their brand on that. And then you get in, sucked into that where you think that has to be you. But like that doesn't have to be you. Um, so yeah, you're right. It's not about how um, like I love Corby saying like slow is smooth, smooth is smooth is fast. And it's the same thing that I tell my clients. It's like it doesn't matter how long it takes. It just matters that you get there. And I think it's just that that constant like yeah, just keep going, keep progressing, and eventually you will get there. But I don't know when. What would you say to anyone whose fitness business is there? They're struggling at the moment and they're not sure how to deal or what to do in terms of like they're feeling that um, constricted mindset in terms of like scarcity and they're worried. Get around right, people. Yeah. Like, like yesterday, helpful. Oh man, massively. Like, you know, just being around. Yeah, you just talk to someone and they're doing like 50, 60K maps. You're like, fucking out. Like, sick. Like, you know what I mean? And then you, you expect it to be like, everyone has to do like C bum for yeah, example yeah. and then when you realize that like just you know you don't you still have to be in really good shape don't get me wrong and like that's again just something that is a progression um it, even in terms of my own goals like i'm very far away from where i want to be like all round but when i think about yeah i really kind of only just gotten into this i'm making good progress but you want more um i think being around the right people is that's probably the biggest way to break to smash down limiting beliefs because I think everyone, like you were saying, like even you have that to some extent where you're like self-doubt, insecurity, will I get to here, right? I'm here, but I want to get to here. Like I want to be a billionaire now. It's like, will I get to there or whatever, you know? Um, and I think once the, almost, almost the only way to break that is to actually be around people that are like doing it. And you're like, oh shit, it is possible. And I honestly think for myself personally, without being in masterminds, yeah, you don't know what you don't you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what is possible. And when you see that becoming possible, I think that's the best way to smash down those limiting beliefs. And also I think when you've got personality traits like yourself and me where you're inherently competitive, you're like that motherfucker Azri, he fucking yeah. like you like that's what I used to be like. I'd be like, I see someone else doing that, I'm like, you fucker, like, watch this. So it's like I'm I'm still like that now with other people where uh, not I get goaded into things, but I'm just competitive like with everything. I could tell because obviously when we was working out earlier, like I knew that I could have probably kept saying one more, one more, one more. Yeah. And you would kept going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So there, uh, there were times where I was like, I'm just going to see if I could just keep saying it. Like, God, give me one more. And I knew, I just knew that that competitive. I, I get goaded into stuff. Oh yeah. You would have gone until like you, your hamstring like fell off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like being around those, those competitiveness is good for sure. But then you don't want to go into that like um, comparison syndrome. Yeah, and, but even I think for anyone listening to that, like I still get that now, where 
you look at other people doing certain things, you're like, fuck, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And that, but that's a normal thing for you to do. And I think just being aware that's a normal reaction and also understanding that um, everything sometimes isn't sunshine or rainbows behind the scenes. And like people often, like, yeah. I said, people don't, people see the chapter 12, they don't see chapter one. So like, even like now, I do a shit ton of work where people think like, I just fuck around and go to the gym all day and do a few Zoom calls and sit in the sun. Yeah. Like partially true, but it's also a lot of other stuff. Yeah. It's that iceberg effect, isn't it? Like you only really see the tip of... I always say overnight success takes 10 years. And like, in a way, I kind of, you know, going from like six figures within like the first 18 months, it's in somewhat overnight success. Like a lot of people would aspire to do that. And like you're saying, you know, you're saying I bet Car's proud of you. Like she is proud of you, but like I'm almost not proud of myself. I am but I'm not like, ooh, like, look at me, like, that's sick, like, well done, you know, you deserve a break. It's like, okay, that's not bad. Like, now can you get to here? And then that's just a constant thing that, like you said, I don't necessarily feel go away. So there's always, like, that kind of limiting belief where, like, because it's one of those, it's like, I remember yesterday you brought up the four-minute mile. Mm. Like, it's a great story. No one thought, that's the best example of human psychology and beliefs in industry. It's so good. No one thought you could run a four sub four minute mile. Someone goes and does it, and then like twenty or thirty people go and do it within so, six months. Yeah. It, it no exactly, and it's amazing. Like you get around those types of people that are doing like hundred k months, and you're like, I can do that. I don't know when I'll do it, but I can do that. Um, so I think that's just massively important for sure. And I think where people sort of struggle with the limiting beliefs thing, that's you're always going to have those and just identifying how to remove them. And also in terms of like something that I try to work on is like when you're scaling the mountain, sometimes you need to look back and enjoy the view and just get a perspective. So even though I was out for dinner at French Riviera restaurant, like overlooking the Burj Al Arab, like with the guys who work for me, like Corby Frank and stuff on whatever, like Nightfall or Mastermind I think it was. And that's like, it's pretty sick. And like the day before I'd had like an article on like Apple News come live about yeah, uh, like top 10 that. fitness coach or something. And a guy I used to work with like five years ago uh, sent me the nicest message and I was like, fucking hell, I was like, you forget where you've come from and to where you are now. So sometimes you get those penny drop moments and that's an important thing for you to cherish in terms of like self-doubt because if you're ever doubting yourself, if you ever just look back, okay, what have I done the last six, 12 months? That's when you learn to back yourself because I think the biggest thing I see is when people are going backwards or they're not making progress they can strip yeah and they don't want to spend money they don't want to ask for help they don't want to try and learn new things yeah they're like oh fucking linkedin doesn't work uh i, I this bullshit like yeah whatever doesn't work and i think a great example is that even when you came to work with me um you hadn't used linkedin before you came in instagram fucking dropped off a cliff but then linkedin filled that void but that's an example in terms of how you took action to like take put yourself in a safer position to move yourself forwards whether you could have been like oh i'm doing right i'll just kick back here bro do you know what's sick you don't even need to believe in yourself to take action like that's i was saying to someone yesterday on the boat um after the event it's like you can actually still have self because self-doubt's normal and you know and another another cool thing is um someone said to me once you can't control the first thing that comes into your head but you can control the second third fourth and fifth I thought that's sick because it's like someone said that yesterday um, no I had it on a yeah. podcast okay. and um, I just thought you know what that's so good because like you'll just be like you know when you when you want to get to the top there's so many things in the way and then sometimes your brain will just be like uh, well, you might not make that I, and, and you can't control that like that could just come at any spot of the moment like you could, be, 
getting a t-shirt on ready to go to the gym and you might be thinking like um oh what if you don't have a good month this month and then but what you can control is that second thought of thinking mm. uh i will have a good month this month or it is it doesn't matter if i think that i'm still going to take the action so it's like you don't even need to like anyone listening to this who doesn't believe in themselves or have self-doubt and insecurities like just know that those things are 100 percent fine and normal and like it's okay to feel like you want to quit but what's not okay is to quit what is not okay i tell my clients the same thing like it's cool man if you want to like feel like you can't do this like and you quit like you, you're allowed to think that for a second don't get me wrong you can't control it but you're not allowed to actually quit you're not allowed to actually like believe i saw a sick piece of graffiti the other day back in cheltenham where i live and it said um don't believe everything you think and i was like that's sick because like you know these things are going to come into your head and if you just keep taking the action you will get some form of result and then once you start to get that form of result that's where you're going to start to believe in yourself a bit more because so, momentum right yeah because things happen right? if you go to the gym and if you start lifting weights and if you start eating right something will happen and you don't need to be motivated you don't need to believe in yourself you could be 30 pounds overweight and think you'll never get in shape if you go to the gym if you work out if you prioritize your sleep right start walking more you'll see something happen and once you see that happen that's where the belief that's where the motivation that's where the momentum is going to start to kick in so i just think it's sick they're like even if you don't believe in yourself just take action and something will happen and then you'll start to believe in yourself but i even think for me one of the things where i don't believe in myself having other people to guide me who believe in me oh that's powerful is, is the key right because like, even if i said to you but you need to do two three things just fucking get on with it you just don't think and you just do and it's the same from a fitness coaching point of view it's like it's easy if someone just tells you what to do and you just execute because that's the problem most people are so hesitant about actually executing that they overthink and they waste six months trying to work out what to do next yeah um remember that book you recommended to me love languages yeah, yeah five love languages so the cool thing about that is i think i think um one of mine is like words of affirmation so when i hear someone like say like now nah, you got this like it's so nice to hear and so empowering to hear so if you're someone who like resonates quite well with like affirmations yeah just you know get someone who believes in you and that will spur you a long way you know like if i hear you even like working out earlier and you were like going like you know yes yeah, i'm like power set strong like that's like fucking giving me that kick that i need to like you know crush that set and like if i hear that in anywhere else um or like in business then it's like this guy believes in me like if he believes in me if charlie believes in me who's got amazing business like surely that says something surely that says that i can at least you know believe in myself i do believe in myself i actually do believe in myself but i guess for a lot of people out there they that's a big thing and i think that's always going to come up at some point in the journey it's like finding that that yeah just overriding that building that mindset building that resilience having that grit to like really go and continue pushing um two really good books for that are both david goggins one the first one can't hurt me the other one is i can't remember the one's called just googling that's it i read it the other day and it it's the more i realize this and this is why i love fitness and business so much it's like the more you can endure suffering the more successful you be because the way you have to like program your brain is that the short-term pain sacrifice of whatever you're doing now with like working really hard or 
work in the gym or not eating the cheesecake or whatever, that's going to pay off for you long term, whether it be money in your business or whether it be the way you look. And inherently in society, we're designed to try and be fucking lazy and take the easy route out and take the most efficient route in terms of like eating the cheesecake and having the, the short-term pleasure rather than like trying to delay gratification for a longer period of time. Yeah, I'm saying, of course, it's the embrace. But when he says that, like, I fucking love this. Like, yeah. That's the fun bit. I like the... It, that's 100%. That's something that like... But it takes time. You almost have to like teach yourself that. Well, it's like um, training volume, right? So it's like you don't go to the gym and go straight to doing like fucking five sets of RDLs or whatever. You'd go and you start, I do what I do. I do two exercises, say, I do three sets. Next time you might do three exercises and four and five and you, you have to progress things up. Yeah. Otherwise, if you go from, like if you try and jump into the deep end, you you only better do it for two days and you give up. Yeah, but sometimes that's the best way to learn as well. Mm. You know, like talking about when I first started, like I didn't, man, I didn't know how to put content out. Like yeah, we were literally in a park, like car was filming off my shitty iPhone, like like probably standing too far away, didn't really hear what I was saying. Like, you know, just, um, but still, that's sometimes the best way to learn. But like you said, it's, it's a progression and it really takes like, your mind is a muscle, right? Like you just like you train, train your biceps. You've got to like learn to train that with your mind. And I think that's why fitness and business is so good. And that's why actually one of the reasons I got into coaching, because it's like, if you can learn to look after your body, if you can learn to make sacrifice, you can apply those same principles pretty much in anywhere else you want in life. It's not rocket science. It's not like this is health and fitness and it stays in this category and this is relationships. It's like if you start with yourself, you start looking after yourself, that will can start to drip feed those personality traits into different areas, um, especially in business. But but do you know what the driving force for is and it's the biggest superpower you can have? Go on. Uh, having the ability to control your own thoughts and emotions. Mm, yeah. Because as soon as you can control the way you think, and the way you feel about certain scenarios and have perspective, it then allows you to almost become a different person and have control of anything. And like, there's a expression I like. It's called uh, equanimity. It's like being unfuckable. Where like, I don't know, someone could crash a car. Like, not bothered. Yeah. Like, but that's almost the point you want to get to in life. Is where like you're bulletproof and you're not really bothered by anything. And I think men inherently were driven by status is the biggest thing that's, that's probably driving. I was reading a book the other day. So they talk about three things that all men are after they're either after pride power or greed um and when you start to understand human psychology and the way people are wired it then becomes easier for you to understand yourself what motivates you then how to get the maximum out of yourself and the way you think and feel and as soon as you start to do that you can then inherently coach yourself to then get a better outcome if that makes sense yeah 100 percent. going back to um one of the things i want to start saying now got itself um never finished gorgon's new book it's just the word so so it's like oh we really um, yeah, like I don't know, you, you've had a bad mom for um something Instagram disabled. So, <laughs> like, how how powerful is that? Like, someone fit, like says a bad comment to you, you look like shit. So, like, that's that, and and that's like building that like um that that power mindset, that resilient that, mindset, that resilience. Yeah, and it's like, um, I th- I think a lot of people don't don't venture like like. Someone said the other day, um, I remember Bedro Skulian saying this as well, like, you need to operate like there's a gun to your head because there is. There is literally, like, a gun to your head. Don't know when that trigger is going to be pulled. Could be today, could be tomorrow, could be in 50 years, hopefully. But there is a gun sitting on your head right now, but people don't operate like that. And once you realize that, imagine getting to, I think my biggest fear in life is 
I always say I'd rather regret something I did than regret not doing it. I think my biggest fear is like on the deathbed and then looking back and thinking, I posted it, I bowled out. Fucking, yeah, what? I wish I'd have done that. Why don't I do that? Because, and and this is um, a good one. Cara is a mental health nurse. She she works with a lot of, we actually just brought her onto the programs, a mindset coach, which I think is a really nice touch. So, um, um, but anyway, so she works with a lot of old elderly people and she sees firsthand like when they're old they always talk about guess what they guess what they talk about yeah all the things well, they, they didn't, didn't do. do yeah they always talk about the things that they didn't do so it's like if you're scared of i don't know investing yourself if you're scared of putting out a piece of content you're scared of doing this this and that like well in 50 years time are you gonna look back on that and think fuck why didn't i do that i wish i'd have done that because you can't times times your biggest asset man like you're not getting that back so that's something like i think everyone should consider do you want to be in the position in 50 years time where you have regret be- because this was a big mindset shift for me that time's coming that time will happen so if anyone's like out of shape or thinking about getting into business well in five years you'll be five years older and there's nothing you can do about that. Nothing. So you might as well do something in between that time because that time's coming, man. So that I think was like a boom. You know what I mean? I'll be 10 years older in 10 years. So why, well, I might as well fucking do something in those 10 years that resonates with what I want to do because otherwise, then what? You know what 100%. I mean? And something like common I see, and obviously you're a very supportive partner, but it's like their partner might hold them back from doing X, Y, Z or even posting con- topless content or whatever it might be. Um, or investing in themselves and like I've always had the mindset which I think is the best way in terms of taking action with things which is like I'd rather beg for forgiveness than ask for yeah. permission because I was going to yeah. fucking do it anyway yeah. and even like someone says something like oh you shouldn't do this we're like, let's just do it anyway yeah I think that's one of the coolest things about you um, like you don't necessarily have to be smart to take action it's like just just, just do it yeah um, I was talking to one of my friends I think he was at an event you were at a long time ago he was saying that the thing with Charlie is like, tell him something, he's done it. Like, he's, he's done it within like an hour. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I think that's so admirable to um to, to just see that. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? I think that's something that almost in myself, sometimes I hold myself back. It's like, overthink. I need, yeah, I need to implement faster, you know? Um, Because the faster you implement, the faster you fail, the faster you learn, and the faster you can get to where you want to be and go again. Um, So yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, as I say, and it's T from still from Craig Ballantyne, success loves speed. Yeah. And that's the key because it's momentum comes to speed. And also, like, people talk about, uh, I don't know, fucking depression or being unhappy. If, like, if you're moving really fucking quickly all the time, you haven't got time to be unhappy and fucking depressed. You've got shit to do. You've got fucking five, five podcasts to do today. I've got time to fucking worry about stuff. And the more progression, the more, like, you push yourself and the busier you are, the more you will actually achieve a result and the better the outcome. And guess what happens then? If you are unhappy now, you become happy because, like, fuck you like be proud of what you've achieved and yeah. the progress you've made in life it's not even about the result like it's about like you want it to be about the result because the result is amazing but that's not the fulfilling part in a way it's amazing when you get there but it's that journey to get there and that's really where you start to become the person you want to be and that's where like the fun is you know like going through that progression to finish things up, to give some strategic advice, what would be the three most important things you would say to any fitness coach 
is either starting now or they're like six, 12 months in, they might be like five to 10K a month. So a big thing for me was um, building, out, building out like this content team because social media, the, I was talking to Joseph Rackett yesterday on the boat. Social media is moving at a fast pace. Like you've got 18 year old kids out now that are like putting out sick content. Like you can't just put out a, a photo anymore and like a good copy. Like you need to make good, engaging, fast paced reels to keep up with the market. Um, I think hiring a content team where now I have like a videographer and a video editor and we put out some really, really killer content. That was a huge one for me because I probably didn't realize the importance of how key content is. Um, so that's a big one, like focus on making amazing content because um, that will elevate your brand, your credibility, uh, your authority. The other one would be like team members are super important, but in the sense of like fire fast. Do you know what I mean? High, high slow, slow, fire fast. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Um, is, there a, is there an example of that? Yeah, I think with... Um, like VAs, as soon as, as soon as you see, I've been very like, oh, I'll give them another month. Like, and, and again, this is me maybe like coming into the world of business being quite new. Soft. You've got, yeah, you've got to be cutthroat. And I know that, but like, you, you got to be cutthroat. Yeah, you can't be soft. And again, it's just like anything, like you said, progression. You can't just start training like an hour and a half, like crazy volume in the gym. Like you've got to work up to that. And I think, it's almost like in my head i think like i've almost got this like weird like path and i'm like okay i'm like here now I w i'm gonna get to here like imagine like climbing a mountain it's like i've gone past the start point and i'm kind of like just where it starts to like really elevate up i'm kind of like here now and i always kind of like have that in my mind and that's also like like you said skills you develop a character trait so don't be afraid to be cutthroat in business because ultimately you know you have to you know you don't business isn't really there to to make friends as such um and then i think the third piece of advice for someone like really looking to scale their business i think just comes around to yeah your circle of influence who and i people always used to say like choose your friends wisely and i'd think like how do you so if you've got like a friendship group who are like just into partying and going out and drinking and being reckless how do you then create the new circle of friends that you want there was like this disconnect for me and I was like, well, how do I get to hang around with people like Charlie and Joseph and um, other like people that I aspire to? Like, where's that part? And then that comes from actually investing in yourself and getting into things like masterminds and hiring the right people and coaches, because then you can create this network of people. Like I was saying this to you in the gym earlier, like, if I came to Dubai now, like I actually have friends in Dubai, you know, already, right? like, yeah. which is sick because, and these are the type of people that I want to be friends with. I no longer want to have the conversation about like what you did on the weekend. What did you watch on Netflix last night? I want to have a conversation where, like, are we trying these new ads? And um, like we're getting this many amount of inbound messages and like this is a new strategy. Um, I was speaking to one of my friends in the gym and we were talking about this and he was like, how sick is it that like we're no longer having the conversation about like, oh, what did you eat for dinner yesterday? It's yeah. like, uh, try this new um, outbound strategy. Like, you know, we've been getting a few leads from it. It's like, those are the kind of conversations you want to be having and that comes from changing the people that you you hang around with in your circle of influence and i think that disconnect comes in with like masterminds and and, and things like that so for example part of the seven figure scaling systems appreciate that I, I couldn't agree more and i'll say second thing for anyone who can't afford that, that situation at the moment this is the big thing that probably 
helped me when I was in my real estate career, and I was still making six figures a year then, was um, podcasts. So I used to listen to Gary Vee and Grant Cardone fucking religiously, like everything. Yeah. So like I got Gary Vee's content idea of like, fuck, I just need to be everywhere. Yeah. And then like Grant Cardone in terms of sales aspect of stuff and like the abundance mindset. And that's, again, America's are great for that because they're like very good at marketing, they're very good at the abundance side of things. Um, and British people are very restrictive and constricted in terms of their mindset. And if you're within the UK, it's not really a great place for entrepreneurs from that respect because you don't have that abundance mindset. You're yeah, talking yeah. about fucking the weather's grey, taxes going up, it's just a fucking bit shit depressing. The news. Yeah, so like it's automatically not pushing you to grow. It's not designed yeah. for you to be entrepreneurial. So like the two biggest factors that will determine your success in life are the partner who you spend your time with and the environment where you live, the way that you surround yourself with. And both of which I've changed in the last 12 months to try and go fucking supersonic to the moon. Yeah. Um, and you got to back yourself. Yeah, 100%, man. Environment is... I'm quite fortunate with Cara, like, she backs me, which is important. I always think of that as well. If you don't have someone who's supportive, like, it's a tricky one. Like, got to be on the same alignment. Your visions have to align because you, you're constantly going to be fighting each other. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're like that, right? Yeah, that's just, that's just, that's a tricky one. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that I don't have that. Like, touch wood, things don't change, but... um yeah, that that's that. I mean, that's a piece of life advice for someone else that I've probably not uh, experienced to talk about. But I think having someone who backs you, people who back you, well, one of those right. If you hang around with alcoholics, like four of your mates are alcoholics, you can become fifth, right? If you come around with hang around with millionaires, probably can become a millionaire at some point. So because you don't want to be the fucking odd one out, and it's also the same thing as like I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because realistically, you're not going to learn much. Whereas if I'm in a room, where everyone's fucking better than me. I'm like, fuck. So, like, you know, like Frank and Corby talk with the mastermind, both super experienced. Like, I'm super lucky to have them working with us and then, like, go have a dinner with them the other night. Like, we're just talking super high-level shit and, like, I'm just learning faster and yeah. faster and faster and faster. And that, that for me, is, like, the excitement of what we're building because I just want to build, like, this dream team of, like, coaches to help everyone but also this fucking vibrant people like you and some of the rest of the guys in terms of, like, guys who are really crushing it and smart and, like, forward-thinking and everyone helps each other because that's an environment where everyone's going to fucking explode because it's that thing is that like two eyes are better than one if you know what I mean yeah and you know what ego that's something that like you just have to fucking rip out and burn to the ground and like that's why it's cool like seeing um, you Joseph right when I went to London last September went to the EMC event right I was with my mate Theo fucking I recognise that guy at the front and um, I was like Frank Frank Dumblagan at the front, like taking notes. I was like, that's so sick. This dude's doing over like a million a month or whatever. There he is at the front, learning, trying to sharpen the axe. And I think that's huge where it's like, um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of quite confident in situations. I like to talk a lot, but one of the things I'm like actively trying to do is like shut up. Like if I'm in a room with people that are better than me, like shut the fuck up and like listen because like, you shouldn't be saying shit. You should be like trying to absorb and sponge out information. And um, I was listening to, I think it was one of the things Alex Hormozzi was saying, and he would go to these events and like be talking to people. Um, and then he'd feel really good about what he said, like giving a bit of advice. And then and the other guy was like taking all the info in. And someone would be like, do you know who that is? He'd be like, no. He's like, yeah, he's worth like 50 million. And Alex Hormozzi was like, Oh, I've just been giving him fucking advice. He just should have shut up and let him talk. And I think that's really, really important. It's funny because Charlie, my partner, said at dinner the other night, like that um, 
it was interesting watching me, Frank and Corby talk amongst everyone else. And it's like, you, you like, I think she said, uh, I tend to dominate conversations a lot sometimes. And like, she said, you talked a lot less. I was like, yeah, because I, I just want to ask questions and fucking, I'm like probing for fucking information from people because as like I said yesterday, the mastermind at the very beginning is like, a genius doesn't have great answers. He asks great questions. And like the questions you ask of other people and ask of your life is what's going to end up in the, the ultimate result. Yeah, question to us in itself, it's huge, right? Yeah, I think it's just something I'm actively doing as well. It's like, just what can you learn here? There's always something. And another cool thing is like, I think this was, um, I think it's got this from Andrew Tate. Like, listen to one of his podcasts he was on. He was like, you don't even need to like a dude to learn from him. No. So I don't like, like, I learned from. Yeah. I, fucking I was like, that. that's amazing. But I can still respect someone and not like them. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing he said, talking about, um, like you touched on depression a minute ago, is like, he was saying your brain is like your biggest, one of your biggest assets and you control what you think. So if you tell yourself that you're depressed, that you're going to be depressed. So why would you not tell yourself that you're happy? Why would you not tell yourself that you're happy? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm rich. I'm successful. I'm rich. I'm successful. Over and over and over again. Because he was like, he was like, I'm happy every fucking day, which I don't know if it's true or not, but he's like programming himself to think like that. And I think that's super important. Like, you know, what's your words? They become your thoughts. What's your thoughts? They become your actions, you know, and that's powerful. Do you think, like, I'm a big believer in Andrew Tate has a very positive impact on male psychology and the way he tries to talk, get people to talk and think. I know a lot of people are very negative about that, but I think, again, it's those people who are so constricted in terms of like, old school mentality that you have to the fucking nine to five you have to like have a wife you don't like you have to settle you have to settle for second best was like yeah. the reality is you can settle for whatever you want if you set the standards yeah i think a lot of what he says like eight percent of what he says like i agree with it's obviously some stuff right it's a, a bit out there like, like, um but yeah and that, and that uh like that's that that's human society it's like no fucking hate him like don't agree with yeah. what he said like he's dick and it's like well 80 percent of what he said is actually true um so you don't need to have that like it, it all comes down to mindset doesn't it yeah it's just like how can that's how i look at it how can i sharpen what's up here in some form or another and like one of the things that i've like when you go in you know when you're in like, like those sets and you go in those grind reps i've started to like enjoy them like when my legs are like on fire like earlier like I actually felt like physical fire was it. coming through my leg it's like you you did you, you almost like create that new persona of yourself and like you dig deep and you fucking that's where you're growing right when like when you sucks like when you're in your most amount of pain when you're out on like or, or like doing your cardio and like your low calories you feel like you're gonna faint like that's that's the that's the magic zone like you know that's the growth zone i'll give you a good example what's david goggles new book say again oh for never finished i, I never finished so, uh, i read that um did well, you I, read it or listen to it i read it uh the audio books he does like a mini okay. podcast in between it's it the um I was reading it and I was on not holiday. It was like staying at the Jumeirah Beach Hotel or whatever, and the sea's cold as fuck. And I was like, it's like be a savage mentality. And I was like, fuck this shit. So I was like, yeah. walk into the sea and be like, it's not cold. It's not cold. It's like, but every time I've done that since, I've like literally like I think be a savage, just walk in. It's don't just like learn to switch off the way you think and feel yeah. things. Um, but you can do that in any situation. I've started taking cold showers again. So. Um, well, that was one of the things that helped me build up my to where I wanted to be. I like like therapy hit, hit and those, hitting those. Like my big thing was like hit ten k months. So I was like, I'm getting a cold shower to get there. And, you're, um, you're not allowed to turn the heating on to get ten k months. Yeah, and I That's got always move it. Yeah, I got there, and, and then I got a little bit comfortable, right? So I started having warm showers. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, 
nah, fuck that. I need to get back in there. I need to get back in. Like, I'm getting too comfortable, so it's cold showers again, which sucks. Don't get me wrong. It's horrible. Like, I think I'd rather do a cold plunge than a cold shower because a cold shower is, like, it hitting you in random spots yeah. at different times. Um, but I think it's just, like, got to push up. Do whatever you can to get outside your comfort zone. And cold showers is one example. But Wrap things up. What's the biggest goal for you this year? Biggest goal is to build the right teams and um, scale the business to over like 20K months consistently um, and hopefully beyond so that I can actually start to set up the foundations of where I want to do. So then, like we were saying, if I want to move to Dubai, it's kind of like I've got everything set up, ready to go. Um, I'm also going to be doing a competition in the summer where I'm going to get like super shredded. That'll be fun. Because again, like it'll be fun, but it'll suck. Yeah, but, the last four weeks of fucking shit. Yeah. You asked Michael, he was like, I was like, I didn't want to fucking do anything. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, like, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, it's just like, the embrace the suck. Versus, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, no cheap, cheap meal for 16 weeks. Like, sweet. That's another like thing I can do to like become more resilient. Um, so I've got the competition coming up. Um, and then want to just grow the business, to be honest, man. Yeah. Just want to grow the business, grow my following, increase my audience. And um, yeah, get a nice little turnover by the end of the year. Awesome. Where should people find out more about you? You've got two Instagrams now. I've got two Instagrams, yeah. So um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Thomas Whitehead. You can find me on Facebook, Thomas Whitehead. Um, my new Instagram is Thomas J Whitehead. That's, um, we put out some really killer content on that stuff. And then Believe in Lean is more like for the coaching side of things. So that'll be more in terms of like turning that page into like client results, transformations, testimonials, a little bit about me. So yeah, there's plenty of ways to find me. Uh, an easy tip for anyone listening to this as well, if you want an Instagram page to mirror, Tom's Thomas J. Whitehead page is actually blowing up. I think you've got three, 400 followers getting like 14, 15,000 views. Yeah. It's a really good example of something that's working right now. So yeah, uh, all credit to you for that. Everyone listening to the podcast, please make sure you leave a five-star review and subscribe. And if you need help with scaling your business, drop me a message on Instagram or um, or both for Instagram, seven fixed scaling systems, or my personal Instagram, Charlie Johnson Fitness with Scale, and we can chat how we can help you. Thanks for having me, Brazzy. Easy.